It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast, first podcast of 2024. Thanks for uh, joining us here today. If you need to get caught up, obviously, as we always make time to mention, can you, feel the music? you can stay up to date anytime. You- Bless you, my dude. You- One time for the cheap seats. Fair way to start off the podcast. Uh, yeah. Stay up to date, all things jlnkshow.com. What are we going to find out? What are we going to learn about today on the uh, on the podcast? We're going to find out that over the holidays, your increased potential of penile fractures is, is well, it's through the roof. We're also going to find out about the tender vault. Um, husband and wife haven't slept together for two years. Claim the uh, key to a happy marriage is what? They haven't been together for two years, but they still maintain... <laughs> A happy and healthy marriage. How is, to, is this going to be one of those things where they talk about talking? How do they do it? We'll find out what her favorite sex position says about her. Oh. Uh, the one you're most interested in appears to not be here. <laughs> hey, no fooling. <laughs> it's non-existent. <laughs> and uh, what are we going to wrap the podcast up with here today? Oh, yeah. Uh, a woman telling her story about how her OnlyFans earnings have tripled because of, well, we'll find out when we get there. This one simple trick. It, 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 it's not so much of a simple trick, but it is kind of a trick. And, well, now she's earning big bucks for it, and the rest of us will go, gross. All right, put this in the vault for uh, for the Christmas season 2024. They talk to singles. What percentage of singles plan on getting planned on getting sex during the holidays? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say half. We're pretty optimistic, probably right. They call this the hometown holiday hookup survey. Oh. Sixty percent. Six out of ten singles planned on having casual sex when they went home for the holidays. That would get me home for the holidays with a quickness if I were single. Again, put this in the vault. Hang on to it until Christmas again here in the next 12, sometime, you know, in the next 12, 11 and a half months or whatever. <laughs> However fucking far away Christmas is from where we're sitting right now. Although if I were single, that would mean going back to Hickory Corners and rousing something up at the VFW. Right. My mm. bus driver from high school. Nah, <laughs> I don't think I'm into this. Yeah. 60% of us are planning on casual sex during a hometown visit. 7 out of 10 of us admit we fooled around when we were at home for the holidays hey, in years past. All right. Holiday hookups are almost more common than everyday hookups throughout the year. As just over half of men and 35% of women say they've had more casual sex than normal while they're at home for the holidays. I feel like I've missed that boat. It sailed away <laughs> without me on it. Uh, not all of us are looking. I just assume that this is maybe hooking up with a former uh, girlfriend or boyfriend, right? No, it appears 66% of us are interested only in new flings. Oh. <clears throat> not, re- you know, not digging up the past. So how are we hooking up during the holidays? Most of us are using dating apps. I mean, that's got to be pretty titillating. If you go back to your hometown and you're single and you fire it up, and you're like, who's in my area? And you realize it's people you went to school right. with. Right. 
Uh, same number of people are also checking out local bars to find their festive fling. If you can't find anyone, well, four out of ten women said they will reach out to an ex for sex. Only 25% of dudes would do the same. You know why? You don't want to get rejected. All right, so you go home for the holidays and you find someone to have sex with. Where do you have that sex? You can't go back to mom and dad's. Only 10% say they hook up at the family house. (laughs) Hey, those bold people. (laughs) 25% of us say that we will go to the other person's house. And look at these. Ah, Here's a good chance to make a great second impression on somebody. (coughs) Booking a hotel. Oh, I thought you were going to say the car in the parking lot. Hey, nothing says better, better hotel sex than holiday sex than hotel sex, right? Right. How were your holidays? They were spectacular. Yeah. Well, also keep this in mind with your holiday hookup. According to the British Journal of Urology, that sounds like a fun read. There's a noticeable uptick in penile fractures over the Christmas holidays. We've learned over the course of the podcast that this commonly happens when you're in a reverse cowgirl situation. And we've heard from people that when this happens to you, it's an audible pop. You can hear it happen. Which makes it all that more special. Fuck. <clears throat> they looked at almost 3,500 men who have suffered from fractured penises. They looked at the years 2005 to 21. They discovered <coughs> if every day was like Christmas, 43% more fractures would have occurred. Wow. The authors say part of the reason for the Christmas boner breakage could be partially related to the Christmas is more widely celebrated than New Year's Eve. <laughs> it's the, it's this eggnog. It got me a little more feisty. Right. In turn, they say that more people are willing and open to celebrating with someone else. Other times, um, oh, the other times the uh, a penile fracture will happen most likely occurs on weekends and during the summer. But Christmas, the holiday season. <laughs> Is tops. <laughs> Weekends in the summertime. I'm feeling good. I like this. According to research, the fractures most often happen during sex in unconventional scenarios. <laughs> <clears throat> what is an unconventional scenario? When your wife isn't around. Extramarital affairs. Oh, snap. And unusual locations. The back of a Volkswagen. It says the injury is caused by a forceful bending of the erect penis during aggressive sexual intercourse featuring unusual sexual positions. A loud crack is heard, followed by severe pain. And yes, it is considered a medical emergency. So what happens to you? You need to get to the hospital ASAP, according to the experts. You know, that the thing that's frightening about that is somebody had to be the first guy to have that happen to. Mm-hmm. What have I done? You broke your dong, dummy. I think we touched on this. It looks like now uh, it's a go. A new premium service for, uh, for Tender. New official rollout of Tender Vault has begun. Yeah, this is for like higher quality people, right? Vault will run you from $499 a month, that's $499 a month, <clears throat> to $4,999 for an annual subscription. That's five grand to you and I. They say uh, for the money, uh, this tender vault promises your profile will be seen by more people and will reach the most sought after profiles. The service will reportedly be invite only with only 1% of 
of the tender user base being able to uh, be a part of it. At five grand, I think it's more of a did his check just, clear. I'm just trying to think about what would my expectations be if I'm paying five grand for this app. Well, all of a sudden, obviously, your dating pool gets much, much bigger because yeah. they're not gatekeeping where you where you're supposed to be. They're letting you become available to everybody. <clears throat> this couple, they're from Florida. They haven't slept together in over two years, but they claim that they have the key to a happy marriage. What would that be? I... They've been married for 36 years, by the way. Okay. <clears throat> they finally got sick of each other? What is their key to happiness? That's right. It's fucking other people. Oh! They said they're now more in love with each other than ever before since they opened their marriage. Here's the downside. She is 60. He is 63. After a monogamous, grinding 23 years... <laughs> They decided, hey, let's spice things up a little bit and let's figure out what we can do here. They do. Uh, the couple even says they pick out each other's outfits for their date nights with people as they share, uh, despite being, uh, oh, they oh, they, they help uh, get each other ready for their dates. Could you imagine if your wife is laying out clothes for you to wear out with another woman? I'm like, you're going to try to make me look like an idiot, aren't you? Yeah. It's the clown suit again. She's got me wearing cutoffs and a jackal <laughs> shirt. She's like, yeah, good luck. Have fun. <clears throat> and believe me, if she's going to fuck you with a jackal shirt and your cutoff shorts, she's fucked everybody. <laughs> Why are you putting me in a ball gown? I don't want to be in the ball gown. She says, they say, <clears throat> I don't know how much I believe this, having never strayed from each other previously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the husband does say that he slept with a mutual friend back in 2010. His wife was grateful that her husband had shared the news with her, as most wives would be. Of course. Yeah, if you, oh, if you cheated goodness, on your wife. you told me. Believe me, if there's one thing we all know is how grateful your wife is going to be when you tell her. <laughs> Hey, I'm just going to get this out in the open. I know you're going to thank me for it later, but yeah. a mutual friend of ours I had sex with. That led to the couple to try to maybe explore some options for their marriage. Now, 13 years later, they haven't looked back as they've, be uh, they've begun dating other people. Not only have... Are I they can't imagine how we... Like, and we talk about it, too, because we have people that text the show... I can't imagine how weird it would be if I were leaving the house and I knew that my wife knew I was trying to go out to get sex. Or vice versa. Yeah, I mean, what do you even say? I'm like, all right, well, I mean, have fun. Do I have to pick you up? Hey, you want a ride? The husband has been in... Not only did he get to sleep with other people, but the, they, they're in relationships with other people. Now, that even ratchets up the weirdness. The husband has been in five relationships. The wife has been in three... Has had three long-term boyfriends since they, you know, thought that this is the way we can make our marriage work. So do you discuss it? You're like, well, I think today's the day, babe. I'm going to break up with my girlfriend. You're like, oh, no. No, don't dump her. I liked her. I thought she was sweet. You're like, how do I do it? Should I do it for a text? She's like, no, no. You got to do it in person. Lady says, uh, our marriage isn't for everybody, but it works for us. Many married couples live parallel lives without connections, but Everett and I love each other and happen to date other people. So weird. Although I hear these stories, I think to myself, what if on the other <laughs> side of this, it's an existence like every day is excitement. Oh, here we go. She explained that while she looked for men that were more naturally romantic, Everett is searching for women with what? Titties. That, that's right. High sex drives. Mm. 
We're able to find qualities in our partner that we don't bring to the table for each other. My husband isn't a romantic person, so he loves that I've found someone who treats me romantically. Well, that is, I guess that, that is a pretty, that's a good perk. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to fucking light the candles and turn on the slow music, but <laughs> I mean, if somebody else wants to, I, I don't think I'd. It's just, it's still so but weird. It would be terrible. Well, like, what if you run into these people <clears throat> around town? You're like, oh, there's my wife's boyfriend. And he likes to stay up late and talk. Ooh. Yeah, that's it. See? You go home, you're like, are you fucking the guy that dry? <clears throat> He's our dry cleaner. I have to go see this guy. According to the woman, Everett, however, seeks a personal connection as he has a higher sex drive than me. She noted that despite not sleeping with each other in two years, they're closer than they've ever been. They say, again, communication is extremely important. Babe, I'm leaving to go fuck somebody. She says, uh, we haven't slept together since 2021, but we're emotionally closer than we've ever been since opening up our relationship. They keep each other in the loop about everything. When I go on dates, Everett will even help me choose what I'm going to wear. They say that the couple is having the best time exploring other options. He says, uh, we're having the time of our lives, but at the end of the day, we always choose each other. Except sexually. <clears throat> Plus, I'd also be worried about being the one of the relationship that brings something home I shouldn't have. Uh, like, hey, I so I have herpes now. I chose poorly. Oh, look at this. Oh, yeah, the wife even getting into, she's she's all over the place. In October of 2019, the 63-year-old woman began a relationship with another woman. Ah. Oh, oh, she's also uh, joined uh, the BDSM community. Uh, she's a member on FetLife. Well, look at her fucking just getting out there, getting after it. Go do, for her. Do you get upset, though, if you find out your wife is out there doing stuff with other people that she won't do with you? Yeah, what if it's like zany stuff, and you're like, why don't you ask me about this five years ago? She's like, as it turns out, anal with strangers is a huge passion of mine. Right. Anal with people I know, I do not care for. <laughs> you know what I love? Butt-dogging. <laughs> <laughs> why, why did you not tell me this five years ago? Yeah, you like you like raw dog ass sex in a park bathroom? What, where, where was that other I could have helped you! <laughs> we could have kept this thing closed! They said, uh... They, oh, yeah, Everett says, Lisa and I practice, uh... What's called kitchen table polyamory, where each other's partners become a part of our circle of friends. Nope. I don't know about no that. No way. I consider some of Lisa's partners my friends, as we generally get along great. Us guys can talk about football, and it saves Lisa from having to hear about it. Or, you know, talking about fucking Lisa, and Lisa doesn't have to hear about and I don't know about that part of it. Yeah, I don't know if I want to have these people over for a barbecue. I don't think so either. That but, makes me uncomfortable. But also, you know what? Maybe there's when we're in our 60s, we'll feel differently. We're like, you know what? We need to do something to feel alive. Clock's ticking. Yeah, I can't just golf and drink gin and tonics at noon all day. More days behind you than ahead of you. Yeah. All right. What is her favorite sex position, and what does it say about her? Well, according to the experts, here we go from AskMen.com. They say uh, sex is great in any position, but everybody has their favorite. These favorite positions can give your partner some insight as to what kind of a person you really are. Women were asked about their favorite positions to have sex in and then dished about the psychology of why that is. So here we go. If she loves missionary, what does it say about her? 
She's a traditional lady. It's a classic. Yeah. It's like vanilla ice cream. It'll do in a pinch, but no one's excited about it. <laughs> but you'll still get through it. <laughs> but, but secretly, you wish it was chocolate. It's a thinking man's position. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of shit I got to do tomorrow. Yeah, so yeah. I'll go ahead and I might as well itemize this get, list of stuff. Get this done. Women who prefer missionary enjoy it because of the ease and comfort it provides. Prefer to play it safe, and they let their partner take control. If it's cowgirl... Gives a woman more control over her she's partner. A, she's a take-charge kind of lady. Allows her more control over, well, any potential that could be happening. It could imply that she knows more about what she wants than you do. So obviously there's an air of disrespect there. Well, I never thought about it that way. No, are you, are I, you disrespecting me up there? No, I got this. I just thought I'd give you a break, you know. A, a break from not pleasing me. <laughs> <laughs> If it's doggy style, what kind of a woman is she? She's rough, Warren. She's <laughs> rough. <laughs> I was going to say she's really cool. She's rough, rough. She's, she's pretty okay. Doggy style. They can concentrate on their own pleasure without distraction and don't have to be emotionally engaged. You know, looking you in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> They're completely Look disconnected. Away from me. They also enjoy being submissive and enjoy their partner taking control. Once again, the disrespect. What does it say about her if it's reverse cowgirl? Again, I don't I can't even look at you. <laughs> you disgust me. <laughs> also, hey, also I may break your penis during this ordeal. If it's reverse cowgirl, it's likely you're with a woman who knows what she wants, and it could imply that she wants it that way to help her f oh boy. She also uses reverse cowgirl as a way to help her fantasize about different scenarios without seeing her partner below her. Th it's because that hey, scenario hey, does not include you. Hey, because these fat legs could be anybody's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> these fat legs you're looking at could belong to any number of gentlemen, not me. If she's into 69. Hey, none of them are into 69. <laughs> Fucking move along. She enjoys giving and receiving. Oh. And some enjoy the challenge of the ultimate test of concentration. <laughs> it's like, never, was it like Final Jeopardy? Yeah, I've never there, at there's it. a huge fucking difference. I've never looked at it like that. What I, about I, the 69 <clears throat> is the first sex position you hear about as a kid. So the first chance you get, you're like, we have to do this. Mm -hmm. You're like, I feel like one of those guys with a xylophone and a, a drum on my back and marching cymbals. <laughs> like, like Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins. There's, there's so much going on hey, here. There's Bert the Chimney Sweep. He's the one-man band. <laughs> what about the spoon position? Your lady enjoys intimacy, closeness, and comfort because it they want to feel nurtured. Okay. <clears throat> Legs on shoulders. This is one of the best ways for her to achieve orgasm, and likely she knows who she is and what she wants and what it takes to get there. And finally, what if she likes standing up? I thought for a second you meant my legs on her shoulders. I was like, wait, what? You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess. Standing up, what does that mean? I don't know. No, she, wants, she wants to dominate you. It means she's two steps closer to the door, and you're a grosso, and she could bop out at any time. No. 
Standing up sex means she's adventurous. Oh, and she has... Here's why. This is so rare. And and under 30. (laughs) This is why it's a unicorn position. That she has serious faith in her man's sexual stamina. Oh. Oh! She's also not bored and predictable when it comes to the stand-up sex. So if she won't do stand-up with you, it's because she knows deep down you'll never make it. (laughs) Stand-up sex? Is this thing on? Hello? (laughs) Our next comedian coming up this evening is a very funny lady. (laughs) She's from Kansas City, Missouri. (laughs) She's worked with Lisa Lampanelli (laughs) and Emo Phillips. (laughs) Oh, shit. You know, that would be pretty great, though. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is this thing is this thing hello, on? Hello, sibilance. <laughs> Don't forget, coming up next week here at the Comedy Cellar. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. Sunday's no choking, no smoking. <laughs> All right, who wants to make some money? We'll wrap with this story. Who wants to pick up a couple of bucks? A reality star in Spain. She was uh, She was on the TV. Now, much like, you know, forgotten reality television stars of the past, she now has her own OnlyFans page. She said, gosh darn it, this one thing has tripled my earnings on OnlyFans. It's bad stuff. She's 32. She claims that she's been making three times her normal OnlyFans income after showing off her (gasps) pregnant belly. Oh. Pregnant guys are weird guys. Mm Mm-hmm. You know that because they will always look at the ground when they tell you something about it. Yep. Why did you just look at the ground? I didn't look at the ground. No, you looked down. You said, hey, you know what? I really like those. I like pregnant girls. No guy ever said I dig pregnant girls without looking at the ground. Uh, She does say that people call her disrespectful names, uh, but she says, I live in a big house now. I'm not ashamed. Uh, the Madrid-based model and reality star is in her 20th week of pregnancy and justifies her line of work by admitting, I prefer to do this instead of asking to be paid to work because I don't want to work. Amen, sister. Yeah, I'm with you. I could just find some nice fella to, you know, put a baby in me. Uh, sounds like it's working. She, oh boy, she's making just over 15 grand a month on <sighs> OnlyFans. Uh, typically, she makes about forty five hundred bucks a month, and that's it. Wow! Hey, that's Which, still, that's still the, the fucking sneeze ad. It's, it's still pretty all right, but yeah. it's it's no almost 50, uh, just over fifteen thousand dollars a month for her OnlyFans now that she's pregnant. <clears throat> Which I imagine you probably get a little. You know, those guys are fucking weirdos, so you get a little post birth glow. You know, that carries you through the next few months. But then you got to rush right back out and get pregnant again. Well, then, you know, all the other money you're making, you're going to spend, you know, raising a kid. Yeah. So there you go. I bet those pregnancy guys spend big when they find somebody they like. They're like, ooh, hands rubbing together. Because I don't think there's a ton of them. I think your market is very small. You know, because most people are thinking, I don't want to bring my child into my pornography. Because in theory, (laughs) you're bringing your child... Yeah, albeit hidden away in the you womb. Know, I never really thought of it that way, but you're right. <laughs> yeah, albeit hidden away in the womb. But I mean, you're still, you know, you know, as a child actor, there's something. How so there's something about, you know, years down the line when you find out, somebody says, "Hey, you know, your mom used to do porno, right?" You're like, ah, pff, whatever. 
and then someone shows you a picture of your pregnant mother. And you're like, technically, I did porno. Hey, wait a minute. Then all of a sudden, you become that baby off the Nirvana album cover. You're like, wait a minute. Somebody was making decisions for me before I was old enough to make decisions, and I want my money now. Hey, some guy was masturbating while I was in the womb. Hmm? See? That'll, hey, if, if that'll you, fuck if, you up a little bit. And if you are a pregnancy guy listening <laughs> to this podcast, and we just ruined it for you. Yeah. Sorry, I guess. So there you go. I can't think of a better way to end the first podcast of 2024. And don't forget, you can stay up to date. All things JLNK by heading over to JLNKshow.com. And we will see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.